thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. On Sunday, uh, the message that I gave out on Sunday, I've had loads of great feedback from you. Thank you for that. And I think many of you found that helpful. Just thinking about at the start of a new year, which is so uncertain, um, what can we actually do about it? And, and this phrase that I kind of used on Sunday, to take control of what you should, but surrender control of what you can't. And these are some of the brave choices that we're gonna need to make in 2021. So let me just say that again, take control of what you should and surrender control of what you can't. And uh, we looked at the story of Mary on Sunday and I wanna just unpack it a little bit and Alison and myself are gonna just unpack that a little bit with with us tonight and kind of lead us through really. And uh, we looked at this thing, how do you strengthen that ability um, to, 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 to surrender control and yet to take control in the right ways. And, we, and I talked about this little acrostic that I thought I called the ARC, you know, which stands for attitude, response and choice. The attitude, response and choice, those are the things that we always have control over. And even as I listened to our Prime Minister last night give all that news, and I know Alison and myself, we, we, we were really deflated last night, weren't we? And we both struggled to sleep. Um, and, you know, just, just oh, here again. And, and again, you almost feel like you're losing control and you're, you're having to, but actually our attitude, our response and our choice are still in our control. And we have to take control of what we should and surrender control of what we can't. So we want to just do a little bit of a few thoughts and some interactive stuff with us tonight, uh, prayerful stuff around those three words, attitude, response and choice. So I'll hand over to my wife with attitude. Attitude. Mm. (laughs) You're not thinking I've got a bad attitude there. No, not at all. (laughs) I I think this this point about attitude is such an important point. And and the story that Leon shared on Sunday is such a great story. I I love looking at the life of Mary because she was such an incredible woman. And uh, Mary's response to the angel's news when she was told she was going to have a baby was quite something, wasn't it? Because in the natural, she was thinking, how's this possible? I mean, she knew how babies were made and she knew that in the natural, that it was absolutely impossible. And, you know, we really struggle, don't we, when in the natural, we know something can't happen and yet somebody tells us that we must do that or when we're asked to do things that feel utterly counterintuitive. In fact, one of our favourite sayings sometimes is, is we'll say in response to something, oh, no way. Yeah. And it's, it's a kind of response that, that speaks of an attitude of disbelief. You know, how, how could that possibly be? And suspending our ingrained ways of thinking to embrace the potential for something new is an incredibly diffi- difficult thing to be able to do because it goes against all of our natural instincts. And perhaps that's the same for some of us right now. You know, we, we're told not to be close to people that we love, not to... Yeah hug people, to keep our distance, to cover our faces. And it it goes against everything within us which speaks of connection, of being able to uh, be in touch with those that we care about and those around us. But as we heard on Sunday, Mary had a great attitude. She had absolutely the right attitude. Despite not understanding how it would happen, how she would have a baby or how she would overcome the consequences of having a baby when she wasn't married, she accepted God's plan. 
And uh, she tr trusted that he would provide everything that she needed. So she kind of surrendered her disbelief to accept the certainty that if God said he would do it, then mm. he would do it. And uh, later in the chapter uh, that we looked at on Sunday in Luke, she went to visit Elizabeth, her, her cousin, who was also in the middle of a really unexpected, miraculous pregnancy. And uh, she could have been really proud. She could have been a bit smug, really, couldn't she? She could have gone to Elizabeth and said, hey, you know, you might be having a baby, but I am having the saviour of the world. <laughs> but, but she didn't. There wasn't any bad attitude in Mary. In fact, when she went to see Elizabeth, um, what she actually said was, why should I be so blessed? In other words, what's so special yeah. about me? It's good. Why am I blessed? And Elizabeth responds with this great phrase, and you find it in Luke 1, verse 45, and it says this, you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Come on. What a great verse. Great. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Hmm. You know, nothing has changed about God since then. He still does what he says. He still keeps the promises he's made. And even if we're struggling to believe that, it's still true. None of us have been in a global pandemic before. None of us have been exposed to the kind of environment or the choices or the lack of choice um, that we're facing at the moment. And there are so many thoughts and contradictory feelings that are going on for all of us, aren't they? And you know, that's the thing that as human beings creates most uncertainty for us. Um, you know, when, when we're faced with an inability to hold together conflicting thoughts and beliefs, that creates incredible anxiety. And it could have been the same for Mary, but actually it wasn't because she had the right attitude. She couldn't figure out how it was going to happen, but she knew that God would do yeah. what he said he would do. And I wonder if, if we can learn from Mary in this as well, as we check our own attitude over the coming weeks. And as we look forward uh, to what the things that progress in our own lives. And uh, later on in Luke uh, 1 verse 37, it says this, and I love it the way it's worded in the Passion Translation. It says, not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. And um, oh, that's just such yeah, a powerful so statement, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing is impossible with God. Despite how you're feeling, Despite the challenges or the contradictions that appear in real life, nothing is impossible with God. You know, one of the verses that uh, I've shared actually with the Under Pressure group recently, which has been so on my mind um, for the last few months really, uh, comes from Genesis 1. And it's, it's this verse, it says, The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. Don't know how you feel at the moment. Does it feel like there's darkness that covers deep waters? you know, just oceans of uncertainty. But then the verse goes on to say, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. God was just there. Yeah. He was hovering. He wasn't absent. He was hovering. You almost get this, this sense of God kind of thinking about what he was going to create, about what was going to come next. And then all of a sudden, the Word of God comes and it says, God said, let there be light. Yeah. So out of that space where there was nothing, God created light, the earth, the creatures that were in it, everything was created out of nothing. Mm. And in the same way as he created Jesus really from Mary's empty womb, you know, that creative power of God 
uh, is still at work. And I wonder whether perhaps God is actually wanting to create something new in each one of us. Whether perhaps this time where it feels like stuff is empty and formless and we're struggling with our attitudes and with uncertainty, whether this is the time that God actually wants to step into your experience and say, now let there be light. Let me create something new. I don't know why or how lockdown is affecting you in the way that it is. Perhaps your emotional reserves feel like they're just coming to an end. Maybe this feels like uh, your worst nightmare in terms of your work situation. Um, I know that's true for lots of people working in health and social care, as we've said, but maybe homeschooling feels like the last straw. Perhaps you're just facing it thinking, I I honestly don't know how to do this. Um, Perhaps your health needs have become more unbearable or you despair at the thought of more isolation. But there's some truth in the the knowledge that there is more in you than you imagine. Because you are created in the image of God. And just as God's spirit hovered over the water and brought light, he can hover over your life and bring unexpected gifts, abilities, strengths, capacities, things that you had no idea you could do until you're faced with the need Mm. to act actually do those yeah. things and and I know this is true in our own parenting yeah. experience so often with Simeon you know we've faced times where we just thought I, I really can't do this yeah. and yet somehow God has done something miraculous that has enabled us to cope with things that we never imagined possible and actually sometimes there's things of great beauty that come out of that yeah. so I just want to encourage you that there is more in you But also God has promised that he will be with you, that he would empower you, that he would equip you. He's provided the Holy Spirit to counsel you, to guide you, to support you, to comfort you. And even though things might feel impossible, remember, nothing is impossible with God. But you have to have the right attitude. And, And the best attitude that we can possibly have is one where we just surrender. Yeah. where we surrender all that uncertainty, all of that unknowing, just to say, God, I don't understand it. I don't think I can manage it, but with you, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to trust you and surrender. And maybe this is a time for you to go back and to remember the promises that God has given you in your life, to remember the things that God has told you he would do. And our God hasn't changed. He will still do them. I just want us to take a pause for a minute here, if that's okay with you. Um, I've had so many conversations with people who are so desperately worried about the state of their children's education, about their kids' mental health, about the impact that it's having. There's lots of literature around that, quite frankly, is just scary. You turn the news on and we're really worried for the next generation of our kids. Would you you join with us right now as we just pray for our children and young people and for their parents as they parent them um, so that we can just surrender that back into God's care? Yeah. Let's pray, let's pray, guys. That's so helpful. And maybe just where you are, maybe maybe for you personally, you want to just respond to Jesus right where you are yeah. and say, God, give me a good attitude. Give me the attitude that Mary had as well and maybe surrender some of your yeah. concerns and anxiety and fear to him as well. And then we'll pray for our families and for our parents and for our kids as well. So let, just join with me as we pray right where you are, guys. Jesus, I want to just pray and we pray, Lord, for every single person watching this, whenever, wherever they are, 
Lord, may they know your presence. May they know that your Holy Spirit hovers over their life, hovers over the uncertainty, hovers over the anxiety, hovers over the concern, hovers over the situation, whatever it is. And Lord, nothing is impossible with you. And when you speak, there is light. So God, I want to pray, Lord, for light to come in situations. And God, we pray, God, that you would give us a good attitude as we enter this next season, this era, this new era that's in front of us right now. And Lord, we pray especially tonight for families. We pray for parents, homeschooling kids, and we pray for our kids, our young people, our children, those that are struggling, um, uh, those that aren't, those that are confused, those that aren't. God, we just pray for all of them. We pray for your blessing and your grace and your peace to be in their lives. Lord, we surrender what we can't control, but God, we take control of what we can, and that's our attitude. God, give us an attitude that says we might not understand how, but we know you will, because you've said it. And so, Lord, we want to receive that tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, the second uh, word is the word response, and uh, I just love the fact that Mary says I got it, I don't get it, but I want it to be to me according to your word. Mm. In other words, I'm available. And I, I want to just share that with you tonight, guys. As, as we go forward into this new year, let's have an attitude uh, and a response of, I don't get it, but God, you've said it, and I want to be available to you. And just to kind of help us um, with this as well, we want to just uh, go to a VT now. Um, uh, we are, you know, one of the things that I think strengthens a, a really healthy attitude uh, uh, is, is when we know that we're not in this on our own, that when we're together, yeah. you know, as connect groups yeah. are so important, relationships so important. And actually for us as a church, yeah. you know, we're in quite a few networks now. Our primary network is the Elim Network. We're an Elim church. And, and it's so great that Stuart and Amanda are with us. Uh, and Stuart is a director of ministry and on the national leadership team. And they're members of our church and on our our teaching team and they're going to be sharing communion with us later but but Chris Cartwright is the general superintendent of Elim as well and uh, he's going to be bringing us a little message which he's given to all Elim churches and this is just three minutes but I think this this is such a great message because at the end of this it really talks about that that response responsiveness this year to say Jesus whatever's happening around us and to us we want to be available to you That's our attitude, that's our posture, that's our response, that's our choice, that's the arc of our life that we want to be available and responsive to you. So listen to the message that Chris brings and then we're going to worship together. Hi, I want to bring you greetings on behalf of Elim's national leadership team as we step into this new year. Over this past Christmas time, we've been, I think, more aware than ever of the need to ground our daily lives in the truth that Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That Emmanuel, God with us, is not just for the Christmas story. That promise is for today and for this year ahead. The church through the ages, in times of great challenge and trial, has rooted itself deliberately and deeply in the revelation of who Jesus is and in a relationship with him that's not just a private thing, but to be lived out in the reality of our lives in every family, 
in every community and every culture. Real people in real places, going through real trials and triumphs, challenge and change. So as one year ends, we have a new beginning. I'm not suggesting that we just try to wipe away what's gone before, but that we do move forward in simple and renewed faith. In Jesus who leads us, with the Holy Spirit who walks with us, and with one another, fellow disciples together, family. We're sensing it is still a time to walk slowly and tenderly into this year. There is still great suffering and need in our communities, and the impact of the pandemic is far from over. We need to be moved by Jesus's compassion, and maybe more aware than ever of the needs of others around us. But we're also sensing that it is time to be filled with fresh hope. Hope that new life will spring forth. Hope that fresh strength will come. And that through it all, we are never alone. He is with us. I pray that this new year, as you walk forward, you will receive fresh confidence, fresh courage, and that fresh compassion of Jesus that you will know daily in each season and every situation. God's promises for your life, his glorious presence, his amazing provision for your every need and his life changing peace. And that together as Elam churches and Elam people, we will simply be available, willing, ready for Jesus to fill us and use us wherever he can for his kingdom to come. God bless you and a blessed new year. That's so helpful. And as Chris was saying there, that, that response, that posture, that attitude of being available. Do you know what? We have some choices that are available to us. We can choose the right attitude. We can choose to respond correctly. And actually, we've got a whole load of other choices available to us as well. We can choose to follow government guidelines. We can choose to have the vaccine. We can choose kindness. We can choose to support others. Uh, we can choose our attitude and responses. But most of all, we can choose to follow Jesus, to remember all those things that he's taught us, the things he's spoken to us, to pray, to share with, with others of faith, to connect in to God. We do have more choices than we imagine.